64-bit legend. Welcome. Legend of the game, like Golden Eye. I'm more than right. Yeah. The perfect dart is dreams that seem to come to life. 64-bit, the shit, it's as real as it yeah. gets. We can yeah. talk sports, games, and music. Take your pick. Yeah. Point quick the news, pull up and crack a brew. Crack. Smoke one with the crew. Smoke. Tune in and take a view. Watch. We're here to raise the bar from the lowest yeah. mark. Sit your ass down and listen. It's time for the show to start. Show to start. Show to start. Last Christmas, you gave me a hunt. The very next day, you gave it away. Melvin and Bobby are back to doing something special, special. It is special. This it is, is. This is what I like to call a very special episode. You know why it's so special? Why is it so special? Because we're here. Yeah. And we're doing it. And we're making things happen. All right. It's a it's a this special doesn't seem event. thrown together. It's a special event. It is uh <laughs> it is a special event. It's uh, episode what? 66. 66. One away from the devil's number. Yes, so. it's the it's the devil's son. Yep. This that's, is the Damien of episodes. Big Al is the devil's son. <laughs> Is a little, so he claimed. A little bit of a, a devilish. I'm, I, I'm feeling it like I'm in a devilish mood. I'm, I'm kind of feeling the devilish mood. You feel a little Devlin? A little, a little Mark Devlin? Mark, a little Mark Devlin Johnson. Yeah. This is this is what we're going to call the Mark MDJ. Devlin. MDJ. The Mark Devlin Johnson episode. I mean, because no one wants Douglas. No, Mark Douglas Johnson sucked. <laughs> he was terrible. He was such a fucking asshole. Devlin was the shit with his lightning blue... Anime shirts. Yeah, and his, his slick back black hair. Yeah, and his chubby cheeks. Yeah, he, he was a cherub. He was a chubby little and cherub. His shorts. And oh, definitely jorts. They were fucking. They were damn near floods. Yep. They were so fucking with awesome. The, with uh, what looked like the star berries from Stephen Buster or Stephen Buster, Stephen Berries. <laughs> yeah, fucking Devlin was so cool. I don't even know what his voice sounds like. He would just I don't know if I've ever talked to him. No, but I seen him from a distance and I was like, Devlin, you're, you're devil. You're killing it. You're, I love it. You're killing the game right now. <laughs> Nobody knows there's like one person who knows what we're talking about. But that's okay. But this is a Devlin episode. Yes, this is a very Devlin episode. Because we're gonna Devlin deep. We're I see what you did yeah, there. See I see what you did. You were gonna Devlin deep uh on there's something. There's gonna be a double a bunch of double entendres. Yes. Um, but no, this is going to be, this is good. So well, Christmas t- is coming up. It is. You know, and who brings us gifts? Santa Claus. Santa right? Claus. Santa Claus brings us the gifts. And the postmaster general. Yes. He's also in charge. Yep. He's, he's the person I complain to when the mail fucks up the mail. <laughs> you know, you ever get. When, when the elves fuck up, right? Yeah, the elves. I'm, honestly, what if Santa Claus really was just has anyone ever thought of this if santa claus was a business it wasn't a person it was a corporation this this could go somewhere and it was run like the united states postal service and it was basically a way for companies it's, it's a clause it is a clause it's a big clause it's a, it's dare I say the Santa Claus, the Santa Claus with Tim Allen, which I and the kid from 
my favorite movie. I can't think of it right now. Dustin checks in, a little kid. He's not in the, in the show. Yeah, he's the little kid. Oh, in the first movie. Yeah. I was thinking of the new one on Disney+. Plus. No. That- I think of the original. <laughs> oh, all right. With uh, Bernard the Elf or whatever his Well, name Bernard's was. in the show. Wait, it's a show now? Yeah, it's like it's a, a, it's a limited series. Oh, okay. You know, they got like eight episodes. So or Dahmer like comes in? Dahmer comes in. He eats everybody. <laughs> he just he's, he's like chowing on an elf. He sleeps with a mannequin, but it's dressed up like Santa Claus. <laughs> this sounds great. Tim Allen's involved. <laughs> he's filming it. He's snorting coke. He is. That's what he does. That's what Tim Allen does. Uh, he's... <laughs> No, it's um, but but so here's <laughs> something I took away from the whole, yeah, Santa. Cl- I didn't watch it. Okay, but it's but a giant corporation. It's no, no, no. Oh, the, we're talking about the series. The, now. the series. We will okay. go back to the corporation in a minute. <laughs> okay, I'm so confused. So the cor- <laughs> the show, the Santa Claus. You almost said the corporation. I I know. I was gonna go into that, and then it's like a whole wrestling angle. <laughs> That's Jesus like Christ. a whole thing. But no, the um, the Santa Clauses. They uh, it was revealed. About Bernard the Elf. Now, yes. If you saw the, tra- did you see the trailer with the Bernard? The like the new one? Yeah. No, I didn't know this existed. You never saw the trailer? No. Oh man. Okay. Well, that explains so much. Then. All right. I don't have Disney Plus. Well, no, but you have like social media. There's trailers. Yeah, I you guess. Can watch. But like once I see Tim Allen, I kind of scroll past it real quick. What? Who well, does that? Minus like Home Improvement. Well, Clips and and those were from thirty years ago. They, so if I see present day Tim Allen, he doesn't he doesn't catch my eye. Listen, it's not, not nothing I have nothing against him. He just doesn't catch my eye. I like current day Tim Allen in the lineup of great sitcom stars. Keenan Thompson. He's dare I say the last man standing. Ha! See that? That was pretty ha! good. I get it. So Mike Baxter. Yeah. So um. No, Santa Claus being a corporation. It's run like the Postmaster General runs the USPS. Yes. And it's full of disgruntled union workers. Yep. And they they and sometimes they fuck up the gifts. And so when you're like, Mom, you got me socks. I didn't want it. And deep down, she's like, well, there's still socks. They're good. In the back of her mind, she's like, I didn't get socks. I got an Xbox. Yeah. And then she's got to write... To the postmaster Gerald, Santa Claus. Santa Claus. Yeah, he's got. She's got to write in and be like, "Listen, you screwed up my order. So next Christmas, you know, you're gonna have to you have to really make it work." And then sometimes the. <laughs> so what do the parents write into the Santa Claus Corporation? Yeah, like yeah. They send them like the kids' Christmas. Yeah, list? they they send the Christmas list to the corporation. They, it's it's funded by your tax dollars. <laughs> That's part of what paying your stimulus checks back. Yeah, that's part of what Medicare is. You see those big Medicare, t- you know, takeaways out of your paycheck. That's not to pay for when you're retired. It's the Santa Claus. It's for gifts. You get it when you're young, so you're getting that money back. It's all part of a that would be crazy. It's a government shell game. Yeah, it's like they have like code words <laughs> like the military. They're like yeah. the the carriers, like the mail carriers, are the elves. You know, they're mm-hmm. doing all the work, right? Yeah. Yeah. Or maybe they're Santa. I don't know. Yeah. Well, maybe whoever's like the big, co- the other big companies, like where they're getting the gifts from are the elves, like yeah. Sony, shit like that. They're the elves, right? Yeah. The ca- the white carriers are like the 
cars they drive are the, the reindeer. Yeah. Dude, it's like all fucking secret code. It's all, it is. It's all secret. In fact, our uh, most of our military budget is to fund the Santa project. Yeah, and Sa- I, dude, I'm down. We I'm in with this. Here's the catch. We didn't go to war in the Middle East for 20 years. We weren't in Afghanistan for 20 years. That was the Santa Claus project. And then we what happens? We leave Afghanistan. Now no one gets gifts. We're in a recession. Thanks, Joe Biden. You fucking ruined Christmas. And that's when you get coal. <laughs> you got a bunch of coal. You got like yeah, when we go into a recession, it's yeah. called coal. And then like <laughs> when we go into a depression, it's probably called, I don't know, fucking Santa rape or something. <laughs> Santa got Santa got killed. Yeah. Santa got ran over by a reindeer or grandma. And that's why they're like, yeah, they're trying and that's why they're 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 really strict on their on their elves, right? And they're always trying to they're mistreating them. And sometimes they they try to find little ways where they screw them out of their out of their elf jobs. Because the trick of being an elf is you get to stay young forever. Yeah. Unless you're not an elf. Yeah. And if you are an elf, you get that elf pension. True. You get that elf life insurance. Yep. Or life insurance, but uh, medical insurance. Yep. Uh, for life. And they pay for everything because being an elf is a tough job. It is. All right. You have to lift. You have to create fucking toys. Nope. You, ha- you know, you're on your feet. Mm-hmm. You know, there's other crazy elves out there that try to take you down. You don't get to enjoy the holiday season no, at all. No. Like from fucking Thanksgiving on, being an elf sucks. Like it's a, it's a full-time job. It is. And the work conditions aren't the best. You yeah. can't control them. Santa don't, you know, the Santa Claus doesn't yeah. control the weather and what you're working in. No. No, Santa Claus Santa Claus doesn't care. Santa no. Claus demands you call him sir. Yeah. Which it sounds That's, like you're familiar with this. Yeah, so this sometimes is- seasonal elves <laughs> must call Santa sir. Yes, sir. No, sir. Yeah, so this is... So there, there's another company that uh, that is similar to the Santa Claus. Yeah. And they help out in their elves. Yeah. Is, uh, you know, a carrier service. Oh, okay. They, you know, they drive brown trucks. Oh, yeah, I see. Brown trucks. You know, another company drives white trucks, blue trucks. Well, I just left the brown truck company. Oh, this is interesting. So this is breaking news. Yep, nobody knows this. Nobody knows this. Um, I was a I was a brown elf. <laughs> a brown elf. <laughs> I was a brown elf for almost four and a half years. It sounds almost racist to say. <laughs> I, I wasn't brown facing it. I was brown uniform. Oh, I see. Okay. <laughs> you were an elf in brown face. That would be that would be ridiculous. Not a brown, I was not a brown faced elf. Um and uh the main reason was because of the Santa Clauses, because of the management. You always hear good employees mm-hmm. don't leave good management. It's true. It's you know, the jobs that have revolving doors usually have poor management. Yep. Uh they're usually assholes. They you're usually power hungry. Well, with the boys in brown, they are union. So these fucking asshole management, they have no power over the elves that drive the trucks. Right. You know, they don't have power over the elves that load the trucks mm-hmm. because they can't fire them unless they fucking steal something, harass somebody or, you know, probably threaten someone. <laughs> you know, it's very difficult to get fired. 
and not get your job back. It sounds like they're the the elves are also part of the Teamsters union. This <laughs> yes, is a, you know the Teamsters is, was one of the, the elvesters. Biggest, they were one of the biggest unions in America, led by Jimmy Hoffa. Yep, we understand why he was he wasn't murdered because of the mob. <laughs> it was he, they had to keep the secrets of Santa Claus. So the elvesters, like the Teamsters, like Jimmy Hoffa, <laughs> the elvesters, the head of him is probably the Grinch. That's what and then that's why the Grinch fucking hates Christmas because all of his elves yeah. aren't getting treated well. Yeah, it was when they started when they started really tinkering with the with the the elf business during the Carter administration. <laughs> really started busting up the Teamsters or the Elfsters Union. I mean, I I would, I you know I I felt I felt for these elves, man, because like. Just like these elves, we'd have to fucking. I mean, Santa Claus can't make all these deliveries, so he has to have some of his elves. Yeah. Just like how he has some of the elves go to like the malls. Yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> you know, I'm sure the elves were doing like the elves in Brown. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we I'd be doing 200 to 230 stops a day. Really. More like 220 to 230. It would never really get down to 200. Mm-hmm. And I would probably have, you know, I don't know, the most or second most stops in the building on a regular basis. So let's just paint the picture, though. So if you're out there and you're doing the elf's work. Yep. And you're you're in this you're in this rickety brown truck. Yep. They're rickety. Rickety is a good description. R- yeah, rickety. They're not well taken care of no a lot of them well it depends if you get a new truck and that's rare okay. but most of the trucks i drove any had anywhere from a hundred which doesn't seem like a lot a hundred thousand to up to two hundred fifty thousand. Jesus, like and those were the rickety ass trucks oh. dude those ones they take out the, in the fucking country <laughs> and you're on these fucking dirt roads on a fucking diesel truck and if it snows at all it ain't going nowhere <laughs> So and it smells like shit because the diesel fucking leaks. Did they have uh, aside from the diesel fuel fumes? Did you have any sort of heat? So I would say about half the trucks the heat worked. Okay, um, maybe a little bit more. I might be exaggerating. Mm-hmm. It might be more like sixty to seventy percent because the heat did work m- most of the time. Okay, and like you know. Sometimes they're not so barbaric where we would be able to actually keep our truck running when it got like into like frigid temperatures. Oh, like, they, they wouldn't it wouldn't run all the time if it was too cold. Well, no, no, I'm saying like to uh like stop your car when you make a delivery. Oh, I see. So like you know you would turn the car off to make the delivery. Mm. Sometimes when it was really really cold, but it would have to be like fucking frigid. Mm. They'd be like, oh, just keep your truck running because you're in and out of it so much, like. Wait, it's hard to keep it warm. So they would actually you were you were actually supposed to turn the truck off every time you made a stop. Yeah, that's normal pro- practice. But wouldn't that actually use more fuel to turn to have to turn over the car every time? You would think, yeah. But I mean, we're not personally oh, fucking paying. For but gas. you know what? If you get out and you leave the keys in, someone could steal the truck. Well, the, key, the keys are on your hip, right? Yeah. So they have a key fob. Uh-huh. So you hit the key fob and then you hit the button. Oh, I and see. it's like a push. It's like a key fob to a push to start. Got it. Got it. Got it. So they don't, you know, they don't let you just keep the. I mean, they have a lot of rules, which a, a lot of them make sense. You know, you, mm-hmm. you know, fucking go so fast, like in traffic. You know, stay f- as far. You know, f- 
a c- couple car lengths behind somebody when you yeah. when you come up to a red light. You know, make sure your following distance is, is correct, which it all makes sense. It's all mm-hmm. it's all you know um, things to. Um, it's just good practice. To, to avoid an accident. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, good it, practice. Because an accident is just going to make the insurance rates go up. Right. And yeah, I guess. So, it. you know, they do these some of these things for, for good reason. You know, the dumb shit is, like, they gave us, like, five, you know, driving, ha- five seeing habits mm-hmm. and ten, like, driving habits. And, like, we had to fucking memorize them word for word, like, verbatim. Hmm. And we would get asked every month to recite them to a safety committee guy. Oh, wow. And if we didn't, we could possibly get a warning letter. Like, wow. it was fucking retarded. Like, dude, like, like it was like, I only knew the top part. Like, and I, okay, so the acronym was like, um, all good kids like milk. Um, okay. All is uh, aim high in steering. Okay. And, like, the, the description, you'd have to memorize the st- description, too. I never memorized them because I was like, dude, fuck this. What are you not, not going to let me drive? Mm-hmm. So the um, description was something about like looking at a target and throwing a baseball or some shit. And I'm like, what the fuck does this have to do with driving? But okay. okay. Um, K was so that all good. The good was um, all good. Uh, good, good, good. G. Um, G. Uh, Aim high and steering. Get the big picture. Oh wow! Get the big picture. So that's like, I guess, just fucking seeing everything. I don't know. I don't know the fucking description. I like right. I said, I didn't fuck. I should actually brought my card. I didn't realize this was gonna be, you know, the topic for today. Yeah. Um. Uh. Keep all good kids. Keep your eyes moving. Okay. So like, you know, that, that makes, makes sense. sense. You know, like during an intersection, you know, look left, right, left. They would and and by the way, if. You didn't. They would sit at the corners, mm-hmm. like when we would leave in the first intersection. If you didn't go left, right, left, they you could get a warning letter. Oh wow! Um, so so, but but part of that of, of the routine of making the look isn't looking left, right, left, down at your phone, respond to the text, and then go back up and start driving no, again. No, that's not. Yeah, that's that, not. No. That would not be a no. good procedure. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you're not you're not actually supposed to be on your phone at all. Oh, okay. Um, you're supposed to have both hands on the wheel. Oh, that's unfortunate. Um, yeah. You know. Um, but yeah, you have to clear the intersections is what they call them. Okay. Clearing the intersection is looking left, right, left. So all good kids like um, L was leave yourself an out. I think. Okay. So like that's what you would keep distance in front of. The other car in front of you, like at least a car length, just in case they break down, you can go around them. And That's... you're supposed to have like four, at least four feet around all, the entire vehicle or some shit. Honestly, I'm a, I've driven uh, not to that degree, but I've driven for jobs in the past. Yeah. And that's how I drive. Like, right. I'm always ready. Like, I am, I am, m- my regular practice, I use it at least once a month, is when. I will always keep an eye out of like, okay, if this guy breaks hard, yeah. I'm just going to swerve ar- on the shoulder right. around him, or I'm going to go this way, and I always make sure there's plenty of room. So right. that's, that's, yeah. that makes sense. Like I said, most of these uh, most of these rules or guidelines, they're, they're, they're for good reason, right? Yeah, but yeah, there yeah. are some, there's, you know, and I, I have no argument with this, um, but like to memorize something like, like a paragraph about fucking the details of it, like verbatim mm-hmm. just bothered me. I was like, dude, like I'm not in school. Fuck this. And the last one was make sure they see you. 
which was, um, you know, using your horn and your signals, shit mm-hmm. like that, whatever, basic fucking driving shit, right? Yeah, yeah. So the 10 ones, though. Oh, there's more. Yeah, the, those <laughs> are just the seeing habits. The uh-huh. driving habits are like so many seconds behind the car in front of you, depending on the speed, uh, you know, looking at stale green lights. Um, like if the light was green for a while, mm. um, using your horn, looking at um, vehicles, like ma- steering their st- or scanning their steering wheel to see if somebody was in it and trying to make eye contact with them. It, dude, that's a, that's intense. Yeah, it, <laughs> just because like, you you know, like if you're in a neighborhood or something, someone could pull out in front of you. If you don't, <laughs> look, I don't know. Dude. Look at their on 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 screen dash to see what direction they're yeah, driving. I mean. <laughs> Sing along with the song that they're fucking. I, I don't know, dude. Wave hi to their neighbor. Yeah, yeah. You know, kiss their baby. What, do whatever. So you had to memorize all these eyes and tens. Yeah, and they would literally quiz you once a month, mm-hmm. and you had to go see your safety guy. And like most of the safety guys, like some of them, dude, were just fucking straight up snitches, dude. Oh really? Like, like straight up snitches. Like I wouldn't fucking trust them. You know, by telling them like. You know, I I stole a piece of gum from you, dude. Mm. Like they are, you know, just fucking they're Tab. bitches, dude. Yeah, hall monitors. Yes, hall mon. Exactly, hall monitors. Yeah. So, and then we, you know, we would have since I was an under five year driver, um, they had rookie camp a week every week, and they had under five year camp a week. So okay. like one day a week. You'd go with the safety guys, and they'd be like, oh, you know, you can trust us. Like, what happened on the road this week? And, like, people would tell their stories and shit, and I swear management knew, like, the next day. And they're mm. like, <laughs> and you're like, no, this is a safe environment. Yeah, go fuck yourself. Yeah. You're just going to tell. Like, so, like, you know, um, during the summer, like, I backed into a, uh, a um, someone's uh, fucking, um, what is it called? The, uh, uh. Like the overhang yes. garage thing? Yes. Not a full garage, but it just kind of hangs over. Oh, no, the gutter. The gutter. The oh, gutter. the gutter. I, I'm lost of words right now. Gotcha. The gutter. Um, this edible kicked in. So, oh. <laughs> um, I packed into this gutter, and uh, I'm like, fuck, dude. So I pull up, and I, I get out of the truck. No damage to the truck. Look up the gutter. No damage to the gutter. Look around. No ring camera belt things that I can see. Mm-hmm. So I just fucking left. Uh-huh. And I would have got fired for that. Because uh, it's leaving the scene of an accident and not t- reporting it. Uh-huh. There's no damage, man. I don't even fucking care. But, um, so, um, but that's like another thing. Like, um, they're, they were big on integrity, which I have a lot of the companies do. Yeah, you true. know, so you wouldn't really get in trouble if you just admitted that, you know, you hit something or whatever. But they would like freak out about like stupid shit. Like, um, one dude, uh, backed into, um, like came up in the country and like backed into uh someone's yard because they couldn't back up and and they no damage was done but the person complained and they were mm. you know fucking get reprimanded which whatever dude i guess they didn't tell him eh. but um the things that i would get pissed about dude like you could get written up for not wearing ups socks really yeah like, How would they even? Know? They check your socks. Yes, they check your socks. They Lift check up your that shoes. Pant leg. Yep. Well, wow. no. If you if you're wearing pants, it's fine. Oh, I see. If you're I wearing see. shorts, and you you know they would you could get written up for that, and they didn't provide the socks. You would have to buy the socks, and they oh. were like o- over five dollars a pair. Really? Yeah. 
ridiculous. Like, what the fuck, dude? And shoes. Mm-hmm. Like, you get in trouble for wearing tennis shoes. Oh. You had to wear a, a steel toe, either shoe or boot. Mm. And, like, I would just wear Nikes all the time. I don't fucking care. Mm-hmm. And, uh, like, again, and like I, I had said something to my supervisor one time. I came back. Coming from, you know, I did, like, 200 fucking... 20 stops and i came back and i was like hey jimmy i go um i go 20 customer 20 of my customers uh didn't want their packages today and he's like what are you talking about i go there they're in my truck and he's like why and i go because uh, i wasn't wearing ups socks they didn't want them they didn't they didn't want their package because i wasn't wearing fucking socks get the fuck out of here dude like it was so fucking ridiculous like um and you know they would observe you you know and the thing is, is like, again, that's somewhat normal, but like, you would have to honk your horn at every stop. Every yeah. fucking stop. I could do three houses in a row and I'd have to honk fucking three times. You know how fucking disturbing that is to a neighborhood? Oh, yeah. Well, I, I, I hear it here. Like, right. I'll be at home when I'm working from home. You know, I'll hear the horn, but then I'll hear it again because it's, yeah, it's yeah. The, next, the next door if they've got a couple deliveries in a row, especially this time of year. Right. Right. And, I'm thinking somebody's outside trying to get someone's attention. Like, well, I guess right. they are trying to get someone's attention, but I thought it was like somebody like in a driveway. But I'm like, come outside, and then I go out there, and it's just a guy in a truck. I was like, oh, well, there. Uh, so the reasoning behind it is so. Oh, there's a couple things. So, um, just in case there's like dogs, which I get in the country, sure, I, I completely understand it. But the other one is like, oh, maybe they'll come outside and meet you halfway, or come up to the truck, and you won't have to get out. I'm no. like. If what? I if I go up and I see it to UPS guys, I'm gonna look through the peephole until he drops the package off. Yeah, and then I open the door. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, that's what a normal person does. They're not like, oh man, he honked. Let me just fucking run out there and do his job for him. <laughs> Fuck out of here, dude. No, I'm, even my DoorDash, like they'll come, they'll they'll come to the street, and then. Sometimes I'm thinking, I was like, are they waiting for me to come out? Right. I'm like, I'm just going to say, you got to come. It's DoorDash. You yeah. got to come to the door. Yeah. Like, this is yeah, not, fuck that noise. It's not Street Dash. Right. That's different. And then, like, dude, you know, uh, I would, there would be times where, you know, I would deliver, like, furniture or, like, a grill. Yeah. And these people know this shit's coming. I mean, technology's pretty pretty savvy you know like fucking oh, oh yeah. I, you can track stuff pretty easily like i knew exactly where when all my packages got delivered today um they dude they would fucking have so many cars in their driveway or have something blocking so you mm. can't fucking back into it it's 150 pound grill oh sorry 149 pounds and if it says 149 pounds you know it's over 149 <laughs> because that's our limit right right so you they won't allow you to fucking print a label if it's <laughs> over that so they they would block their driveway, so I couldn't fucking back in. I'm not fucking carrying that motherfucker, and I hated using the fucking handrail, especially if you have to go over grass. You ever try oh. to use a handrail over yeah, grass? Yeah. Fuck that noise. So I would fucking just put the fucking grill in front of their fucking cars, dude, and yeah. just be like, all right, well, see, I ain't busting my ass over this. Well, that happened um, years and years ago when we were at that at that first house. Yeah. Uh, we... I had I had ordered th- this uh, T-shirt printing thing. Oh yeah, I and what happened to that? <laughs> it's actually it's in my attic. You have an attic? Uh, in the garage, yeah. Oh. Um, so it, it but it came and like a on like a little mini pallet because there was a I didn't realize how much shit there was in yeah. this thing, and we didn't shovel the fucking driveway. It was a crazy winter there. Yeah. That winter was nuts, and we didn't shovel the driveway or the walkway. So they just dropped it off in the street. 
I think you had to help me bring it I in. I think so. And we had to bring in this fucking pallet. It was fucking ridiculous. But I get it. Yeah. You know, I get it. I'm I like, mean, you we fucked up. Yeah, right? we did. We did. We fucked up, and that's just what you got to do. Yeah. So, yeah, I would do shit like that. Or, like, I had one lady. Uh, we were delivering. Dude, they would fuck us on Saturday. Like, they would give us such a big area. And then, like, it just seemed like all the big shit would go out on Saturday, and there'd be a limited, like, there'd be, like, 20 drivers working, and they would just try to fuck us as much as they could. And so they give, uh, I delivered, like, fucking these four big-ass couches, or not couches, but chairs, Mm -hmm. to this one house, and I was like, look, I gotta get this out of my truck, because I can't even fucking walk through this motherfucker. So I go there early, well, I back into their driveway, and it's off a main road, too. So I back into their driveway. So that's already tough enough because you have to wait. Probably you're probably waiting there for at least five minutes for the traffic to completely clear because you 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 know need time to fucking back in. Right. So get there. Girl comes out and I was like, you know, do I I go? There's no room in the garage. I was gonna put them on the garage for her. Mm -hmm. I was like, there's no room in the garage, but I gotta get these off. You know, so hopefully you guys can figure something out. Well, I put them, you know, I stacked them next to the garage. Grandma comes out. I guess this is Grandma's house. She's, she's like, what am I supposed to do with this? I don't know. Like, do you want to refuse it? She goes, no. And she's like, well, they weren't supposed to come till Monday. They would do that shit all the time to us on Saturdays. They would try to make the guys light their load on Monday. That's oh, why we had so much fucking work. I and they, see. And they kept getting in trouble. And we, we kept uh, filing grievances because in our contract, like, you could only... It was like a certain percentage, like on your heaviest day, you have to take that percentage and that's how much you can work on Saturday. Does that make sense? It, uh, it the does. Volume, yeah, the yeah, volume. yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you have, say... Say you have 100 packages on Wednesday, yeah. the most you can take out on Saturday would be like 25 or whatever Got the percentage it. was. Yeah, yeah. So they would they would fuck us and go above that percentage all the time. They'd break contract rules and we fucking uh, grieved it a lot. And they just never, they were just basically just told us to fuck off. Now, when you grieve, so let's explain a little bit about the grievance process. Okay. Like, so the grievance, because we were union, so you would fill out a grievance form. It would go through the channels of the union, mm-hmm. and the result would be they would have to fix it, and the penalty would be like you get paid more. Like they would have to pay us more. Right. To, uh, to do things like that, to work on uh, Saturdays or, or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so, um, they would do shit like that, like just give us more fucking work. That like I would fucking hate when I looked at a package and I saw Monday's date on it. I'm like, are you fucking hmm. kidding me? Why am I fucking delivering this? Like I want to go home. Like I wasn't even scheduled on Saturday. I was on what they call ALO or no, not ALO. ALO. That's that was my Mondays. That's just being on call until fucking ten o'clock. Okay. Like you, like you can't even start your fucking day, dude. You have to like basically be sitting around for them to fucking call you until ten o'clock in the morning. You like they don't start until like they start at eight fifteen, eight thirty on Mondays, uh-huh. and you would have to wait like an hour and a half after start time to see if you were going to work because if uh. there was an emergency, they could call you in. Right, and, but like, like I never, I never answered. Like if they hit, like I would always, um, I would always, I would get up at seven thirty, I would wait until eight fifteen, and if I didn't hear anything by eight fifteen, I'd just go back to sleep and claim that I was sleeping. And that's like, and that was technically your off day, what, like because you didn't have a typical weekend. So that was at the start. I was working Tuesday through Saturday, but then when I got Monday through Friday, they didn't have enough work on Monday, and they had too much work on Saturday. So I was still to the Tuesday through Saturday. 
<laughs> but I was on call Monday. So I was possibly <laughs> like there was guys do it for like six months. And this happened to me when I was on preload. There was dudes uh, that were forced to work for like six months, six days a week. Wow. You get you get uh, time and a half. You get overtime automatically on your sixth punch. Yeah. But still, dude, you ain't, you ain't got no fucking life. Like, you have to wake up every day to see if you're fucking working. Like, it's right. fucking hassle, dude. Yeah, that'd be a pretty that'd be a pretty isolating thing, and you know, it's it, it's it's interesting though because the the um, appeal mm-hmm. for a job like this, like it doesn't start out. I mean, starting out, you don't need a college degree. No, you know, you can make what? What's the starting wage? Well, let me go back. Let me go back real quick. Okay, okay. Uh, hold that thought. Like, okay, so for that furniture. I drop it off. The grandma comes out, yeah, and she's like, "Well, what am I supposed to do this?" I was like, "I was gonna try to put it in the garage, but the garage fucking filled." What you know, you can refuse it, mm-hmm. or I can just leave it here. She's like, "Well, I'm not gonna refuse it because I won't get it back." I go exactly, and so she started bitching at me <laughs> and like crying because it was supposed to rain. It was gonna, <laughs> it was about to rain like in about like 15 minutes, and I was like, "That's not my problem. That's why I got it off right now." I'm like. You should have knew this was coming. Like, yeah. you have fucking eight cars just fucking yeah, everywhere. Yeah, where are these other people? Right, right. <laughs> She's like, she goes, I'm an old woman. How am I supposed to move this? I go, there was just a fucking, like, 16-year-old girl out here, and then I saw another dude. I'm like, get them to fucking move it. Like, go fuck yourself, man. These people, like, people are so fucking entitled. A lot of people, a lot of people, the weird thing is a lot of people showed a lot of respect that, yeah. like, I don't get shown on a daily basis without wearing browns, you know? Like, yeah, when yeah. I'm in my uniform, like, like people would open doors for me. Like, people are just generally very nice. Right. You know? And, like, not to say, like, fucking society's fucked up, but, like, you could just tell the difference. Like, even, like, little conversations that people would have, most of the time I, I don't like that when people try to talk to me in public like that. Right. Um, But it's, you know, I, I won't be a dick to them for the most part. Sure. But, like... When I was wearing UPS shit, I was make sure I was overly nice. You know, I didn't want any kind of fucking report coming back to me. That makes sense. But um, back to your question about the hourly wage. Yeah. They start off. Um, so they have this. Uh, they have this title called a two two four. Okay. And uh, it's like a combination driver. Like they're the if they need them to work preload, they they'll have to work preload. If they need them to drive, they they drive. If they need them to do unload, they unload. Like you're basically just a jack of all trades. Yeah, and uh, usually they stick to driving, but like in a crisis type situation, or if they don't have enough routes, they can go to preload, whatever. Mm-hmm. So those dudes make about twenty one bucks an hour. Okay, ain't bad. So it's starting out right. twenty one. Okay, yep. so uh, once you get became. Um, a rap CD, an RPCD, a uh, mm-hmm. regular package car driver. Yeah, rap CD. I mm-hmm. always call it a rap CD because it's easy to remember. But um, so once you become a rap CD, you move up to like twenty two fifty or something, twenty twenty two, twenty three. Okay. And then like each year, it gets uh, increased by a dollar. Okay. And then your third year, maybe third third or third year, you jump up to like. 29 an hour okay. but then your fourth year once you get the max pay you hit 40 bucks an hour so okay. it's it is a good paying so it jumps wait a minute, so it jumps by the fourth year it jumps another almost ten dollars an yeah. hour really yeah wow that's the appealing part of it and okay. you don't have to pay for insurance they have great insurance mm-hmm. they got a pension they got good benefits like there's a lot like i didn't mind the job like i'm not trying to be like you know fuck this all the shit and all this stuff it was management management was the yeah. fucking worst part of this fucking job you said at the beginning, I, w- I would do 220, 230 stops a day. 
um, I will pat my back on this because I do believe I was like the best driver in the fucking building. Like yeah. I had one time told them because um, they wanted to get rid of me um, for so. They like to do what they call salting cars, and I know I'm jumping around, but yeah. you know, just things are coming. So they, they salt these cars, right? Management will put a package on your truck that doesn't belong there ah. to see what you do with it. Yeah, because you're supposed to scan it in and and shoot it to the building, and they'll tell you what to do with it. If they don't tell you what to do with it, you either got to call a supervisor or you got to deliver it. Mm. So they had uh, they had put a package in my car. And this was right after I came off my injury. Like, I was out for three months because I was on workers' comp. I hurt my leg. Um, my calf just kind of, like, exploded. I don't <laughs> know really what happened. I was just walking, and it fucking, like, a muscle tore or some Jesus. shit. So, um, they said, oh, they claimed that I was dehydrated. That's why ah, they thought yes. it. Yeah, I was like, oh, yeah. Your leg exploded. You didn't drink enough water. That's, yep. See, that's what happens when you don't drink water. Yep. Your muscles explode. That's <laughs> Yep. So, um so where was I? I was uh, going. They they assaulted. They, they assaulted the car. So they assaulted my car, um, and I didn't know. Like I scanned it into the building, mm-hmm. right? And they, I scanned it as a misload, and I didn't sheet it. Sheeting it is saying that it was delivered. It was not delivered. The reason why it wasn't delivered, whatever mm-hmm. the case may be. So I didn't know I had to sheet it after I did the misload. I was dude. This was after being like oh, for four months. Yeah, I just yeah. came back. It was my second week back. Kind of forgot some things, right? So I, I scan it as a misload. Don't do anything else. I don't hear back from them. I bring it to the building, throw it on the belt. Bam, right? Mm-hmm. Next day, they bring me in the office to fire me, mm. and they wanted to know my story. So I told them what the fuck I did. I was like, look, I scanned it. I thought that was good. I was like, why do you think I wouldn't fucking deliver it or whatever? And my <clears throat> this was at 7 o'clock that I got done the night before. And I'm a guy that barely worked past five o'clock because i bust ass to just get done right right so having a bad day is seven o'clock my supervisor goes well you just wanted to get leave early that's <laughs> why you didn't do it i go i was out there till fucking seven o'clock anyway like what the fuck's the difference <laughs> with one more stop dude like right. i'm already pissed off because i'm working past five o'clock like a fucking you know no human being should ever have to work past five o'clock <laughs> I don't know. It's something about five, dude. Like once I start working after five, I'm like, fuck, dude. I know you got the flexible schedule, and like so do I. But like, shit, dude. Like once five o'clock is, I don't want to be working. No, the, uh, for me, the work doesn't stop. This is, I I work can't to, stop, won't stop. No, uh-uh. work to the break of dawn. Yeah, okay. So, um, so I, you know, I, that's what I told him, and I in my following sentence because they were trying to get rid of me. Mm-hmm. I go, yeah. So let's back up for a second. Yeah, because they're because they're kind of. Um, just to just because I, I I kind of am aware of their thought process here. You were on an injury for how long were you? I was out like four months, four close mo- to four months. So four months, you were getting partial pay for. I was getting workers' comp, yeah, work, yeah which is like a portion of like yeah. your, your typical earnings. Yeah, and they they can't fire you for right. that. You go to the doctor, and then the, the doctor yeah. clears you. I was going. Um, I was going to. I had to go to uh, physical therapy. Yeah. Um, and I did everything that UPS had they wanted me to do. I went to physical therapy. Yeah. I went to their doctors. I can't. I wasn't allowed to see my doctor until yeah. after thirty days of the injury. Gotcha. So um, I had to go to their doctors, their physical therapy. Every time I went to physical therapy, my leg hurt even more. Yeah. So I would be like, like I would feel okay, go to physical therapy. At physical therapy, I'd be limping like a motherfucker into my building. Mm. And so it would even look worse because I'm like, dude, like, yeah. you know, do you, like, 
good for me because I don't have to work. I'm still getting paid. <laughs> but like, it's kind of like a mirage almost. And their thought process is, is like, I'm telling. If you just drink some water, you'll keep, yeah. you'll be fine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just here, take take a gallon. Yeah. go nuts. Right. <laughs> Here's a bottle so, of Aquafina. So there. So the problem is, is now you're on a payroll and you're you're not able to work. Yep. Four months goes by. Yep. And so they're pro- they're and then on top of that, if you have an actual injury, which this kind of goes to their and and the thing is too, and the thing is too is that they didn't let me get an MRI. I didn't get a pr- because the UPS doctors would not approve an MRI. Yeah. By the time my doctor does, and like if you've ever gotten an MRI, like it takes a process, so you don't get it right away. It's not right. like you're like, all right, we're doing this right now. You have to set an appointment. You got to get approved. All this shit. So, um, they their doctors don't approve it. That's a month after my injury. Mm-hmm. Month after my injury, I go to my doctor. I'm like, this is all I want. All I want is an MRI to see what the hell is going on with my leg. So by the time he was able to get me in, and this was you know a year after COVID, so you know things are still backed up. Mm-hmm. You know, COVID is just we're still wearing masks some places, shit like that. Mm-hmm. And um, he uh, like so my MRI was like two months after two months yeah. after that. So it's been three months since my injury. When I got my MRI, well, they didn't find anything. So UPS got, I think, even got me- more pissed oh. because, it, like, I mean, it, I was pretty, like I said, after I stopped going to physical therapy, it healed up, you know, with a, in a yeah. couple months. You know, like I, I guarantee I tore something, yeah, or like partially tore a muscle, and it just, I, dude, I could barely fucking walk. Right, right. So, so yeah, so it, you know, the, the thought process too is like, okay, so you have a legitimate in- injury. Uh, and then it's more than likely that you can injure it again, right? Correct. Like like an athlete. Yeah. That typically happens to a lot of athletes. And they get an injury. They can't. Uh, and they, the funny thing again. is, is you bring up the athletes, is we would have these uh, pre-communication meetings, these PCMs, yeah. every day before work. And we would do these dynamic warm-ups, uh-huh. which would be like fucking like barreling water. like mm-hmm. like, And we would do like 10 of them. Mm-hmm. Like, or we would do this. Jump, jumping jack type of thing. Yeah, sort of, but yeah. you don't leave your, you know, you go from your your balls or your heels to your tip of your toes. Yeah, yeah, while yeah. While yeah, you're yeah. you're doing that motion, right? Yeah, kind of like a it's good field goal thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, we would do ten of them, and then they'd be like, "Okay, well, you're warmed up," and then they'd yeah. be like, "Yeah, your body is like an athlete's body," but then if you get hurt, like yeah. you're like, "Yeah, go fuck yourself." So, so yeah, so this is this is the the hypocrisy of it, though. So it's like. They figure, well, you've been out for four months. We've had to pay you. Now you're a liability. You can get hurt again. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to test you, and if you fail, then we can fire you. Yep. However, that goes against their original thought of, like, you're not hurt. You just need to drink water. But if there, was a re- if there wasn't a real injury, then there wouldn't be a very – the likelihood of you injuring again would be low, and they wouldn't even have to worry about it unless they were just being spiteful. So regardless, they look bad in both scenarios. Yeah. And – um, so now, okay, so now they go and they, so, they so test you. So I'm in, the, I'm in the office, you know, they, they ask me what happened. I tell them what happened. Then he, he goes, um, he said, what did he say? He said something to me that like, um, you know, something about disciplinary actions and all that shit. And I go, I thought I was at this point, I thought I was getting fired. Mm-hmm. So I, I told him, I go. I go, Al, you've been wanting to fire me since your second day in this fucking building. He went on a safety ride with me my second day in the building, and I swear to God I wanted to quit <clears throat> within 20 minutes mm. of him being in the fucking truck with me. He'd be, he had, this was before we had GPS mm. in the truck. So 
he had a iPad. Right. And he sh- sh- saw the GPS and all my stops, right? So I would go up to, you know, come up to an intersection, and he would be like, all right, turn uh, left. And I'd, be, I'd start turning left. And he'd be like, oh, I meant right. So I'd have to turn around, and he'd be like, what are you doing? I'm like, you're fucking me up. Which direction do I go? And so he would do some shit like that. I would. Uh, I had a couple businesses. I had a golf course that I wanted to back up right to their shed. Mm-hmm. He's like, what are you doing? I'm like, dude, there was about five or six times during the day where I slammed on the brake, fucking put the truck in park, and just put my hands up and was like, what the fuck do you want me to do? Yeah, yeah. And I wasn't even a full-time driver yet. Uh. So does all this shit. Fast forward, I'm in his office because uh, he wants to fire me. I told him, I go, I go, look, I go, if you had a hundred Bobby Cabooses in this fucking building right now, <laughs> we would be the fucking, we would be the most proficient fucking building in the fucking country. Because the way, I, dude, I did, I would do anywhere from thirty-five to forty-two stops an hour, which is fucking that's, insane. That's pretty good. The most stops I've ever done in one hour was like forty-eight, and I would time it because. You know, before I had headphones or, you know, whatever, or a Bluetooth speaker, dude, like, you need to, like, entertain yourself somehow. Oh, yeah. So, like, my thing was, like, all right, let me try to beat kind of personal records. Let me see how many packages I can, or how many stops I can deliver an hour, shit like that, just to keep it fun, right? Right. So, I was finishing these routes with, like, 220, 230 stops by, like, 4 o'clock. And, like, people were like, dude, you got to stop running. I never ran. Yeah. I never fucking ran once. Like, or I, I'll take that back. I did run like, you know, if like I fucking passed a house and I'm like, motherfucker, this house is like five houses down. I fucking, I would jog, you know, yeah, yeah, shit yeah. like that. Now, now was there in it? So, okay. So say you had, obviously if you work fast, yeah. they're probably just going to give you more to do. Exactly. Um, now, most people though, I'm assuming, weren't doing all that well. But were there any repercussions for them being like, "Oh man, you gave me two hundred. I only got one hundred and fifty done." So like, what do you? No, like you would have to get your shit done. Okay. Um, in a case like that, there are dudes, and and the dudes work fucking Saturdays, and like, okay, so you're you might not get this analogy, but mm-hmm. I used to tell my supervisors on Saturdays, I go. I'm Allen Iverson in the year 2000. Okay. Allen Iverson took his team to the finals in the NBA, and his team was dog shit. Like, he was the MVP of the league. He was the only reason he, they were there. And I was like, I am fucking Allen Iverson in year 2000 because I'm fucking working with a bunch of fucking scrubs. <laughs> I go, These fucking dudes need fucking help every week, dude. And, I, and it's the same motherfuckers. And I'm like, dude, and... I would ask my supervisor, I'm like, why don't you just let them drown? Like, then you can write them out, uh, write them up, then you can fucking get rid yeah. of them. Well, uh, you know, they, you know, we can't just do that. Like, they need help, blah, blah, blah. You, uh, no, like, fuck them. Like, mm. I bust my ass. You can tell they're fucking just lollygagging. Like, mm-hmm. I want to get the fuck out of here. Me and you do a lot of shit on Saturdays. Yeah. I have a fucking yeah, yeah. life. Like, fuck, man. I'm not going to stay out until fucking 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock when I have to go home eat dinner, shower, do whatever the fuck, and not be able to do something until fucking 11 o'clock, and then I got to wake up Sunday morning to fucking bowl or, or whatever. Yeah, like, yeah. You know, and like, and especially during the summer, you know, people have parties, shit like that. I'm, I, dude, I want to fucking hang out, man. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I want to enjoy my fucking life. And, dude, so, you know, for example, I'll take, you know, Macomb County, right? 
Yeah. Um, the houses are like here; they're close. You yeah. know, you could like you wouldn't really get in trouble. Like, you could you could get away with doing twenty stops an hour. Okay. I would do in a neighborhood like that thirty five to forty. Okay. Um, and like if you do like, but you're gonna get two hundred stops plus in that area. So if you do twenty stops an hour, they're okay with that, and it's twelve hours long. Oh, okay. But then, like, if they feel like it, they'll they'll be like, uh, "Hey, hey, Melvin, take fifteen stops off of so and so, so they're not working that much." And then you're like, "They're doing that to themselves. If they want to be out all fucking day, let them." Now, now, if you, it, it just if, if it, they drag their feet though, and they did a twelve hour day. Eventually, they would also get their overtime pay, right. or they just would be like, "Well, we don't need you to work this day because it's going to be too expensive." No, so it, it, they would get the because uh, depending on if you work was supposed yeah. to go by seniority. Okay, so like the low guys work on Saturdays, the high guys work on Mondays, mm. shit like that. Gotcha. But on Mondays, again, management would pick and choose who they wanted to come in because if you did a route shitty and I did a route good, why would they want the shitty person to work? True. You, yeah, yeah. you feel me? Because they want, like, the management, they get some kind of bonus off of our numbers. Oh, sure. Yeah. yeah. So they want the best drivers working. So, like, they would they would go out of order, seniority order, um, to pick people on Mondays and have them but, come in. So so that makes me wonder, though, if, if you, if you're doing so well, and even, and they know... So if they're like, hey, we have a good worker and that could actually earn me more money in my salary as for my quota bonuses, why would they want to fire you? I don't understand then the reasoning So outside of just a general like, well, he costs us a bunch of money that, for four months. So, so they, because they know, they know when you, they fire somebody, they're getting their job back. If they want their ah, job back, they get so it back. That's, it's like that's a, the part we didn't cover. Yes, okay. It's like a... It's like a warning or like a this is what can happen, like to scare you almost. Gotcha. So it's like they fuck with people. They fuck with people's lives in the way like like I said, the salting the cars. Mm-hmm. The the you know on observations they'll make shit up like, Oh, you didn't use your horn. Well yeah, I did. You just may have not have heard it because you're fucking down the street. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like fuck out of here so so instead of like dealing with like a write-up or something they would just be like well let's just fire him and then he'll have a couple days off and then the union will step in yeah. and save his job yeah and then like f- for my case they uh so um my case they uh i i was done with my route i had like i think 225 stops or so um and i ended in um I don't twenty one in Garfield, right? Yeah. So a lot of people aren't gonna know where that is. Yeah, yeah. But um, you know, they wanted to send me um this was at four fifteen I I finished. They wanted to send me to uh to go east. Yeah. You know, probably uh, Six, seven, eight miles. And this right? is when they salted the car or is this a different No, thing? this is this is the, my final Okay. You know, when so, I get- but before we get there, though, let me ask you. So, when when they salted it and you confronted them and be like, "You've been wanting to get rid of me since the beginning," like, what did they have to say to that? So, he basically was like, "You don't remember the the things that I did for you." <laughs> like, so, 
there, there's a whole like pay structure, or whatever. Like they weren't paying my paying me my pay that I was supposed to during COVID. Uh-huh. So a lot of times I would have to be like, "Hey, man, you didn't, I didn't get paid the way I was supposed to," and he had to fix it. Yeah. There was also a time where there was a um, ordering s- shortage on our end to get uniforms, and mm. I had literally like one shirt and one fucking pair of shorts, okay. and. He uh like he was able to find or he was able to message people to bring in like their hand me downs. So I got a bag of hand me downs. Oh, so he's like, yeah, I was able to give you stuff that you were supposed to have yeah. that we failed you on. Exactly. Like, exactly. How is that a thing? Where's the? And we brought that up. We're like, I was like, dude, like, so you did your job? Like, you did your job so I could do my job? Like, get yeah. the fuck out of here. What do you? This 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 is apples and oranges, man. man. And so, um. You know, because I told the truth and didn't lie to them, because they were expecting me to lie as well, so they were trying to catch me on a lie, and I have no reason to lie. Why the fuck would I lie? Like, yeah, yeah, like I don't give a fuck, right? So I tell him the truth, and uh, he, uh, like, they were gonna sit me for the day, and one of the veteran drivers at the time who was about to retire, um, came into the office and asked for the day off, so they put me on his route, and I'm like. First of all, you're gonna fire me, so I'm somewhat emotional. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, now yeah. you're gonna send me out on the road. Great, that's great management. Yeah. Like what the fuck, dude? I, and these guys probably make a decent living, don't they? I mean, low end is like what I've heard was like eighty, eighty, ninety. Yeah. What I mean, what's the requirement to become a UPS supervisor? Because I think it's, I can do it's, it. It's it's, <laughs> it's literally a uh, you have to have a bachelor's degree in anything. Really? Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Because I was thinking about going into management. Yeah. But a, I don't. I'm not a fucking asshole. Yeah, yeah. And uh, B, they can send any management since they're not union. Yeah. They can send any management like within like a certain mile radius of their house. So like. You could be like they could send you to Port Huron like tomorrow with no oh, notice, I and you see. would work there permanently until they move you again. Gotcha. And they like to shuffle around the supervisors so the drivers don't get used to them or gotcha. some shit. Gotcha. All right, that sucks. Yeah, because that, that would be a hell of a commute. Right. So okay. they um th- to get back to so I finished my route at like four fifteen. Now this is the second. This is the this is the permanent one. So this is what this is what drove you out of the business. Yes. This is what drove elf. me out of the business. But I'll go back to some stuff too after okay. this. But um so I end up having to go like seven miles, seven, eight miles east, and it's in rush hour traffic. Um it, I have softball in about two hours. Okay. Um and it's going to take me with that traffic because there's schools in the area. That was the big part. Oh, right. There's a couple high schools and a couple middle schools. Mm-hmm. And um, it would have took me probably an hour to get there. So we're talking about 515. Okay. It would have took me probably an hour to or probably 20 to 30 minutes to load up. So that's, you know, close to 540. 545 sure and then probably a half hour to 45 minutes to get back to the building and i have a game at 625 so that's not happening so i'm like fuck this well normally when if something like this would happen and this would happen every fucking day they would send me places like because i would get done they would Mm. um instead of this fucking ugly ass fucking linebacker looking bitch For some reason, kept the name Caboose in the back of her fucking mind, <laughs> and she would call me and one other dude that I was cool with all the fucking time to go like 
on fucking opposite ends of town to mm-hmm. fucking do pickups and shit like that. Mm-hmm. And I would call her almost every day and I'd be like, I'm not in this fucking area. Put it on somebody else because you. I knew there was about five or six drivers closer. But right. they always just like, she had her, my name in the back of her head, dude. Right. So I was sick and tired of doing the shit. Sick and tired of bailing everyone out when there's been five times, five times in four and a half years that I asked for help, never got help once. Really? I got, well, take that back. They gave me a PVD driver one time, personal vehicle driver during Christmas. Sure. So they drive their own vehicle, deliver packages, takes stops off you, right? They gave me this little Asian woman. She could have been 30. She could have been fucking 70. Mm -hmm. And I'm pretty sure she was closer to 70. And she comes, she meets me, and I was like, shocked that she was the person that was coming to get so she's yeah. like she was supposed to take 50 stops off me that day i had like 270 it was a saturday during christmas so she um she was supposed to come pick uh i think 50 stops off of me and then i was supposed to get another pvd to take like 20 more stops off me sure. after she was done she takes the first 10 15 stops should take her like maybe maybe if you had the gps every stop Maybe it would take you an hour. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe at the t- high end. Sure. Three hours go by. I don't hear from this lady. Uh. I fucking call her. I text her. Nothing. Hmm. Call my supervisor. Mm-hmm. Don't answer. Other supervisor calls me. And, uh, hey, Caboose, you, uh, were you waiting on that PVD driver? Mm-hmm. Yep. Trying to, uh, trying to you know contact her for the last couple hours. She shouldn't have took that long. Fucking rolled her ankle and yeah. like quit. Oh wow! And I'm like, cool. Or she got hurt, and like, yeah. I'm like, off of 15 stops. Like, what the fuck? Ugh. So I go, well, what about the other PVD driver? I was promised. Oh, they're helping somebody else. They're not going to be able to get to you. Mm. Okay, so when everyone that was above 200 got dropped down to 200, except for me, and I had fucking 50 more, uh, 50 more stops than anyone else in the building, yeah. still finished early and still had to go p- help one of those assholes that I fucking talked about earlier that were fucking, they're still there and they're worthless. Yeah, yeah. Had to go help them. Yeah, the, you know, your patience runs out very quick if you're a good worker there. Right. So going back to um, this, I didn't want to do this fucking pickup. Mm-hmm. So I just went back to the building. I was like, fuck this. That fucking linebacker-looking bitch. Every time I called her, she was the most unpleasant person. When I'm telling you, Melvin, when this person was so fucking unpleasant to deal with, like, you would just call and, like, your your skin would cringe. Because, like, uh. she was just a bitch for no reason. <laughs> like, dude, I know you're fucking ugly as fuck, but usually, you know, really, really ugly people have somewhat good personality sometimes because yeah. they have to make up for it, right? Yeah. Complete opposite. Like, she was fucking... Just a nasty bitch, dude. So every time I call her, she'd give me shit, and I'd be like, look, I'm not even in that fucking area. I'm not going. You should find find somebody else. So I, I was just sick of having that conversation. So I just went back to the building. <laughs> so go back to the building, go uh, up to softball, go to the bar after. And like even during softball, I was like, man, th- something's going to happen, right? So as soon as I'm done with softball, I get a phone call on the way to the bar. And it's one of my buddies from that I work with, and he's like, "Hey, man, did you go to do this pickup?" And I said, "No." Yeah. He goes, "Well, what happened? Did they, you know, did you? I go, dude? I just fucking on my board. I just fucking completed it. I was like, fuck this, dude." And Wait, so you marked it as if you delivered yeah. it? Yeah, <laughs> because there's no other way to get it out of your board. Oh, I see. So yeah. I, I just, compl- I was like, whatever, dude. 
So he's like, all right, man, just to let you know, you, you're probably going to get some heat tomorrow. I go, okay, mm-hmm. so thanks for letting me know. So at the bar the whole time, man, I'm like, I think I'm, I think it's going to be bad, dude. Oh, really? So I, I get back, I get in the building uh, the next day. And, like, I, you know, it's like, it's like I wasn't mad to face the, f- face the music, right? Sure. I just wanted the meeting done. Like, I just yeah. wanted to get, I just wanted it done, right? So the whole time I was like, dude, I don't care what the fuck happens. I, I thought about it all night because, like, again, it's not like I was nervous or anything. I was like, all right, what am I going to say? What's going to happen? Play out different scenarios in my head. Right. Shit like that. So I go, um, I'm thinking about it, thinking about it, thinking about it. Well, my union steward comes up to me in the in the morning, and he's like, you know what? Well, first, I, I get in the building, mm-hmm. and usually your name's next to a route. Sure. And so like when it's not, like, you know, you go up to your supervisor and ask why, you know. So I saw one of my buddies who has the same seniority date as me. Actually, it was the exact same. He was leaving when I was coming in. So he was. I texted him. He's like, yeah, they told me to, I could go home. You know, they don't have enough routes. So I was like, okay. So I go up to the list. I don't see my name on a route. So I'm like, okay, maybe I, there's just not enough routes today. Sure. So I'll, I'll see if they're how they're acting or whatever. So I go up to my supervisor. I was like, hey, um, you know, can you know what's up with this? And he's like, oh, just hang tight. Like, okay. And uh, so that's, this was like 8.30. I always got there early. Um, start time was like 9.20. Sure. So 9.05 hits. I go back in the office. I'm like, hey, you know, am I good? What, what, are, we, what are we doing? He's like, just hang tight, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm like, okay. So I go back out there. My union steward's walking towards me. Mm. And he's like, you know what's going on? I'm like, I know what's up, you mm-hmm. know. I'm like, I'm not sure how, how bad it is. He's like, dude, it's bad. He goes, please tell me a story. Like, why didn't, what happened, blah, blah, blah. I go, I ain't no story, man. He's like, what do you mean? I go, I just said, fuck it, and I'm not doing this shit no more. Like, I'm not, I'm done helping out. And he's like, what do you mean? I go, dude, and I told, told him like I told you, four and a half years, asked for help five times, maybe got it once. Fucking have to help here and there at three, four times a week. Fucking sick of it, dude. Why am I busting my ass when all these fucking people are... You know, lollygagging around, right. fucking doing 100, 120 stops, dude. Fuck this. So I go, I told my union steward, I go, let me take care of this. You don't have to say a word. Mm. And he's like, are you sure? I go, yeah. So I walk into the office. Which, my- by the way, the union steward seems to be a role like a lawyer. And so oh, yeah, for 100%. you to be like, listen. I don't need your expertise here. Yeah. He's probably like, God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> this is not going to go no, well. No, f- yeah, for real. Like, it, it, it's, <laughs> that is 100% what it is because they represent you. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Whatever. So uh, I go into my center manager's office, and he's like, he like to paint a picture, like, you know, he's a black militant dude. Okay. So, like, you know. Like, he's, he's, he's a black militant? Like, he's, like, super, like... Like those black Hebrew Israelites, or is he like just a militant dude who happens to be black? Uh, not not so much Chuck D, but like oh, okay. I could see him being with Chuck D. But gotcha, like, yeah, gotcha. kind of just a just a militant dude, dude who's just okay. Yeah. Got it. Got it. A little bit of combination of both. Yeah, I just didn't know if he was gonna. All right, got it. Yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> you know, he it, like it wouldn't surprise you if he was like a like a fight the power. Got it. You know what I mean? It. Like something like that. So, um. So I go in there, and uh, he reminds me of my fucking ninth grade basketball coach, who was a white dude. But yeah, same kind of <laughs> uh, same yeah, kind of mentality. I'm yeah, saying, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. you know, but we're not fucking kids, you know. Like right. he acts like he would act like your coach 
or like you know do this do this do this do this do this go 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 you know and shit like you know yeah. and like it's a job and i'm an adult fucking talk to me like an adult right don't right. like we we talked about the seasonal elf oh, and yeah. saying yes sir no sir that he yeah. that's a real thing that i got texted to me that a seasonal driver uh, he told him to refer to him as yes sir, no sir when he fucking talks to him. Like, what the fuck kind of shit is that, dude? It's 2000 yeah. fucking almost 23. Like, I don't show any respect to people that don't show respect to me. Yeah, so sure. you got to earn the motherfucking shit before I'm like, hey, kissing your ass and being like, dude. And the motherfucker got fired twice from UPS. Oh. One for fucking a preload chick in his office. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. So That's... How did they bring him back? Dude. As a supervisor. He's not He's a center manager. He's like above all the supervisors. How does does he come back and he's those guys aren't union either? No. So what how does how do you fucking fucking manage that? No fucking clue. So That's crazy. So so anyway, um I go in there and uh he's like, Mr. Caboose, take a seat. And I was like, Mm -hmm. All right. So I take a seat. He's like, How are you? I'm like, I'm fucking great. I've had a month off at this point. Mm. I was just fucking chilling. I was going to the bar, watching the World Series. Why were you off for a month? Because I got fired. Or no, not yet. Oh. Not, no, no, no. I'm sorry. Not yet. This, no, is okay. when I, this is when I went in. Okay. This is the next day. Yeah, I'm sorry. I got my stories. Gotcha. So, so um, I go in the next day, and um, he uh, he's like, Mr. Caboose, you know, take a seat. Take a seat. He goes, uh, I go, hey, look. I go, before you say anything, I, I go... Let me just talk, and you know. And he's like, "Okay." So I and I don't, you know, I couldn't see my union steward's face, so I don't know if he was His like, if he was like the he lawyer, like, what? Like, oh, yeah, this like is the, be so the, hard the, to the unravel. Sitcoms, like I object. <laughs> yeah. You know. Um. So I go, I go. Look, I know I fucked up. I go, I should have communicated that I wasn't going to go there, or or at least ask if there was another driver in the area. I go, I was frustrated. I go, this shit happens to me all the time. I go, I'm one of the best drivers in this fucking building, and you guys take advantage of me. I go, I do 200 to 230 stops a day. I go, and you just have me go help people, and you just give me more work, more and more work. I'm not getting paid like I, uh, you know, like I, I I'm getting paid. Uh, I'm not getting paid to do more work than other people. Sure, sure. You know, I go, um, where um, I did make the mistake is I didn't communicate, and I should have. I go, you know, I'm willing to take all the responsibility and the consequences for my actions and all this shit. Like, I, it's super professional, man. I, I laid it out. I didn't say him as much f bombs as I am right now, but yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and he uh, he looks at me and he's like, "No, what you fucked up is not doing the pickup." And I was like, "Okay, whatever, dude." So he turns his computer screen around. Okay. And there's a pile of boxes. He's like, "You see that?" And there's like 150 boxes, right? And it was like uh, um, all next day air, uh-huh. and he's like, "Yeah, you cost the company about fifteen grand." Or no, he goes, "How much?" How, he goes, "How much do you? Uh, how much do you think that's that's worth?" And I go, "I don't know, pretty penny." He goes, "You cost the company about fifteen grand for not picking that up because it missed the airplane." Oh, so, so you're supposed to do a pickup yes, of that? Yes, stuff. yes, yes. Gotcha. So gotcha. the guy that called me that n- the night before to to warn me, he went there and he couldn't fit everything on his truck. Gotcha. So that's why I missed the so, airplane. So it wasn't just one package you were picking. No, up. no, it was many yes, packs. Yes. That's why they were. That makes a little bit more sense. Why they yeah. were pissed. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I would be pissed too. <laughs> yeah. But like, like I said, I was like, you know, I, uh, I was like, dude, f- like literally, fuck this, man. Like, I, mm-hmm. I'm, I was so sick of them taking advantage of how I work, mm-hmm. and I always told them, I was like, look, I don't work 
this hard for you guys. Like I said, I there was a I know there was a good month or a good stretch of maybe eight months uh, one year mm. that I didn't work past five o'clock. Yeah, and that's like unheard of. Like mm. I would get out by four thirty almost every day, mm-hmm. and um, they so they thought. They thought I was running. They thought I was doing uh, sh- using shortcuts as far mm. as my deliveries on, like I don't know, throwing the package. I don't know how you do a shortcut, but whatever, yeah. running, you know, whatever the fuck. So uh, when I got fired, this was two weeks after this uh, militant dude mm-hmm. observed me, and he saw me, and uh, this was a week after um, I went on vacation, and then I got fake COVID. Because I I faked COVID to get out of work at work yeah, yeah, yeah. a few days because I didn't want to go back to work mm-hmm. so uh, and they didn't question me about it. I was like look, look yeah. I got COVID I fucking my dad actually did have COVID so no. you know um so I was actually in the household with somebody that had it. my whole family got it from our Atlantic City trip I don't know how mm-hmm. but I was the only one that didn't get it hmm. and I just told work that I'm like fuck it dude I, I'll get another yeah. couple of days play yeah. Madden you know whatever yeah watch Boardwalk Empire yeah yeah so. Um, I do that. Um, he observes me. Says he's like, you know, he's like, uh, you're a, he's like, you're a really good driver. He's like, uh, you were safe. He's like, you did everything except for one thing. And, and do you know what that is? And I was like, honk my horn. And he was like, well, why? If you knew, why didn't you? I, I, I told him some bullshit. Like, dude, I haven't worked in two weeks. Like, I'm just trying to get back in the habits and all that stuff. And he's like, all right, you know, just work on that. In reality, I think it's dumb as fuck to honk your horn in every fucking stop right. in a fucking residential neighborhood. In the country with dogs and shit, I understand. Right. But in, in fucking Macomb or Sterling Heights or wherever the fuck you're going to be yeah, around yeah, yeah. here, fuck out of here. So he observes me. I go on my annual safety ride the week after mm-hmm. with this Al dude that fucking tried to fire me the first time. Yeah, He's in the car with me, and he's trying to be real buddy-buddy with me and all this shit. And he's like... He tells me, he goes, yeah, uh, Isham, the fucking uh, militant dude. Oh, his name's Isham. It's close to it. Oh, I, uh, oh, I he gotcha. Never, he never properly introduced himself to me, so yeah. I just call him Isham. Oh, okay, got it. It's close enough. It's uh-huh. Isham, but like sounds more Jewish. Okay. Um, But um, so Isham, Al tells me that Isham was like, yeah, he's like, uh, I was expecting to see him run. Like, he was super safe and all mm-hmm. this shit. So, like. I finally, after like four years of being just like on people's hit list for some fucking reason, mm-hmm. because again, I worked well, like like the preload. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. You worked one day on the preload, yeah. right? And you fucking hated it. I was yeah. in that same area and I would do it by myself for like 1,500 packages a, a day. Yeah. Well, it, it was two things. I, I didn't, the work itself, I wasn't conditioned for it right away, but I had done physical work like that in the past. Right. So it didn't surprise me. I was just like, wow, I'm really out of shape. Yeah. Um, but it was, it was that combined with how much money it was going to pay me. And I already had a full-time job. I was just looking for extra money and benefits. And then it was the attitude of the supervisor. supervisor. And I'm like, wait, 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 wait. And that super I've, that by the way that supervisor got fucking arrested for stealing <laughs> Pokemon cards out of the fucking trucks. <laughs> yeah, it was like at this point in my life, I was like, I have worked out of getting having to talk to people yeah. like this. Like, I don't have to right. deal with people. And that's like this that's anymore. dude. And that's what I was getting back to the being like militant, dude. Like, yeah. you you do not have to talk to me like I'm a fucking child or I'm in the fucking army. Yeah. Like, talk to me like I'm a fucking person. And this is the whole thing. Like, yes, sir. No, sir. No. Fuck you. Like, you can earn respect just like I can earn respect. Like, you yeah. show it, you get it. You know, fuck you. So, 
this he was telling me al was telling me how good of a driver i was and how much i improved from the last time he was in the car all this fucking just kissing my ass dude yeah so get fired the next week or <laughs> a week or two and i i was just laughing about it because i was like man i just got off everyone's shit list i had my <laughs> observations like they <laughs> like me whatever dude so um i go in there i say my piece and it was longer and more detailed, but sure. uh, you know it's been a couple months now. So I leave with my union steward, and and he goes, you know, uh, my Isham. He goes, uh, you know, as of right now, you're terminated from UPS, but that doesn't mean you'll never work here again. Mm. And he goes, I believe in second chances. All this bullshit. Okay. So my union, but, but so he's running the play of like, yes. I'm going to fire you. Your, your steward's going to save you. You'll get yes. back to work. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So I leave with my steward, and he's he literally he's like, "Hey man," he goes, "I doubted you, like you said, lawyer, dude." He's like, mm-hmm. "I doubted you." He's like, "But you couldn't have handled that better." Mm. He goes, "You said everything you needed to say. You didn't make any story up. You didn't fu- like you admitted you were wrong. You admitted what you should have did." Like mm-hmm. he goes, "They were expecting you to lie one thousand uh, percent." And I go, "Dude, I go. They already fucking know. They yeah. know I didn't go there. Like, <laughs> what am I gonna say?" Like. Oh, I went there and nobody was home. Like, or it was a business, dude. Like, what the fuck? Like, oh, everyone left the, for work early. Like, get the yeah. fuck out of here. It's Wednesday in fucking <laughs> September. So, um, so, you know, he's like, uh, I, I was asking him, you know, do you think I can get a job back? And he's like, yeah, let me call you in a couple hours and all that shit. So he calls me, you know, later that day. And he's like, are you okay, man? Like, do you have enough money? You, like, all this shit. Which I thought was real cool. Like, a lot of, I don't think a the lot Stuart? of Stuart? Yeah. Oh, okay. He was like, you sure you're going to be okay? You got enough money saved up? You you know, all this stuff. Which I thought was real cool. I don't know really what he would have done if I said no. Yeah. But, you know, I appreciated him checking up on me like that. Right. So, then I ran into you, right? You give me this great opportunity. I, yeah. I take it. Well, so... I'm off for UPS, and this is where I fucked up earlier. This is where I was getting my timeline right, mixed up. So I was off for UPS for about a month. Mm-hmm. Usually these union or these hearings take about two weeks. Mm-hmm. I was out a month, so mm-hmm. they doubled pretty much my time, right? So they um, um, they scheduled it for like a month out on a Friday. I talked to you. Probably on a Tuesday, because we hang okay. on Tuesdays, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, today's Tuesday, so I'm going to just go with that. So Wednesday, you know, I, I make my decision. I, I talk to you. I tell, I tell pretty much you, like, I'm like, look, I'm going to come in. Or maybe it was the week before. It, yeah, it yeah. was the week before, because I wanted to come in uh-huh. and talk to you and everyone else and see the job, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we do that. And the after, after talking to you guys for about 15 minutes in the office, I'm like, all right, I'm sold, right? Mm-hmm. So... I leave there, um, talk to my um, union steward the next day. Mm-hmm. I was like, all right, I'll call him tomorrow because it was already late. We we did our thing in the afternoon. Um, so I was like, I'll call him tomorrow. So I call him tomorrow, and um, this was the Tuesday. And I go, I go, hey, you know, I accept, I'm accepting another job. I don't need this fucking shit. Mm-hmm. And he's like, are you sure? And I go, yep. Yeah. They ask me what I'm doing and all this shit. And, uh, you know, I tell him and um, – He's like, all right, man. He's like, you know, I'll let you. He's like, he's like, you still have time, though. He's like, I'll let you maul it over, right? Mm-hmm. You know, just think about it a little bit more because he really wanted me back. He was like, dude, you're a cool-ass dude. Like, you're one of the, like, he called me, you know, quote, unquote, one of the real ones. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, he's like, you're. I, we all know you're a hell of a fucking worker. Yeah. So he goes into, into UPS, and he goes straight up to my fucking dispatch guy mm-hmm. who 
this is maybe a tale for another time because now I can tell UPS story. So yeah, um, it doesn't all have to be tonight. But he had once, you know, tried to accuse me of getting him fu- or trying to get him fired. Uh. I'm like, whatever, dude. Um, so dispatch guy and Al, he goes up to him. They're they're talking. He goes, I can't. He goes, he goes. You know, uh, Caboose is uh, gonna resign, and they're like, what? And he's like, he goes. You guys treated him so fucking poorly mm-hmm. that he don't even want to fucking come back anymore. He goes, what the fuck did you do? You guys know he's like one of the best drivers in the fucking mm-hmm. building. Mm-hmm. Dude, that morning, they were blowing up my phone. Really? I hadn't heard from anyone from UPS in probably 28 days. Yeah. They fucking were blowing up my phone. <laughs> I didn't answer, didn't answer, didn't answer. So uh, my union, I just went back to sleep. This was this was the next day after I told him, right? He yeah, went, yeah. He went in and told him. So he calls me back. Uh, my union steward about a half hour after, and I was like, "Hey, man, I was I was waking up again because I just went back to sleep." <laughs> right. I was like, "Hey, man, I was gonna call you." Um, Al and the dispatch guy have been blowing up my phone all fucking morning. What's this about? <laughs> he goes, dude, I went in there and he told me all that. He's like, dude, I fucking stood up for you. He's yeah. like, I, he's like, I told them, I can't believe you, I, you guys let this motherfucker walk, like, and all this shit. And they were begging me to, like, uh, begging me for my job back, dude. Really? Like, I, they want, they were begging me to come back. And after being out for a month. I had heard stories because I was talking to all the guys, you know, mm-hmm. and and they would be like, "Yeah, so and so said they uh, they planned your hearing like a month out so they could drain your bank account and make you desperate." Oh, and I'm like, "Go wow. fuck yourself, dude! Why would I want to work for a fucking company? Yeah. that does that type of shit. It's true, you know. That's like true. like I said at the beginning, like this is the perfect case of like management just not appreciating you. Yeah. And like I actually I would tell people I actually enjoyed the work. Like I liked being out and about. Yeah, some days suck because like you don't have fucking air conditioning which is barbaric in the <laughs> fucking 100 degree weather when it's fucking 140 in the back of that truck. Yeah, like, yeah. Like Jesus Christ, man. Um and they can't fucking spend a little bit of money on air conditioning. But um yeah, dude, like it was like they why would you want to work for somebody and bust your ass every single day to someone that doesn't appreciate you and can get you, rid of you like this? Like, nah, like last Christmas, I gave you my heart. <laughs> my very next day. No, so uh, last Christmas, um, the dispatch guy came up to me because I was doing like close to three, 300 stops a day. Mm-hmm. And... um. He came up to me and he was like, "Hey, Caboose." He's like, I, "You know, everyone calls each other by the last name, so I was around, mm-hmm. known as Caboose around there for the, most of the time I was working there." So, um, he's like, "Hey, Caboose, you know, um, I don't think this building could have made it through peak without you." Mm-hmm. And I told him, I, I looked him straight in the eye. I was like, "Hey, man, I appreciate you saying that because it's nice, but I go, I know it's complete bullshit." And he's mm-hmm. like, "What do you mean?" I go, "I'm just another spoke on the wheel, dude. Like, mm-hmm. if you got rid of me." Like, there'd just be someone else that, like, there might be two drivers, but yeah. it's, the job's going to get done. It's not like I fucking did anything special. I just right. fucking did my job, and you gave me a lot of work to do. So, so he actually, um, so they call me. I don't answer. I talk to the union steward, tell him, and he's like, you still sh- sure about this decision? I go, yep. You know, I'm sure. So that Friday, a couple days later, I had to go in and sign a letter of resignation, mm-hmm. which... I believe it's because of the union, like, because I think, because, like, you know, you're like, oh, well, you were terminated, but I think I had to sign because they have to, um, 
like something legal reason. Well, you're basically just saying like you can stop fighting. Yeah, my ha- yeah, my yeah, pretty much. So I go in there, and uh, again, I go into the office, and this is where my timeline was a little bit. And he's like, I went in and I said bye to every supervisor except for Al because he's a fucking dickhead. Mm-hmm. And then I go into Isham's office, and I he's like, Mister Caboose, how are you? I go with the biggest fucking smile on my face. I go, I'm fucking great. Mm-hmm. And he just looked at me. I go, I can't wait to leave this fucking place. Yeah. And like, he's like, well, I need you to sign this. I signed it off, and I fucking went straight out of his office. Said goodbye to the supervisors again. Like, you know, in the morning, like, the drivers are kind of just walking around. I went up to every driver that I was cool with, that I saw, you know, said goodbye. I was like, dude, these motherfuckers, if they don't let me do this and they walk me out, like, you know, of course, like, they're going to have to walk me out if they're not going to let me do this. Right, right, right. If they're going to ask me, I'm going to be like, fuck you. I'm going to, you know, do my thing. But, um, you know, got to say goodbye to some of the people that I was cool with. But, like, dude, and like I said, there would be more. Now weekly, almost like well, <laughs> I could probably tie something in here and there yeah, to yeah, hear yeah. more stories about the shit. But like, I mean, if it wasn't for fucking management, I'd still be there and I'd still be somewhat happy. Yeah. I mean, it, it was like, um, but the the worst part about it is like you know you're gonna have a shitty day yep. within like ten or fifteen minutes of being there. Yeah. Like you just look at your truck and you're like, God damn it. Well, yeah, back when I back when I worked for Budweiser, it was the same type of thing. Like I knew. I had a route. Now, I didn't do deliveries, but I'd have to meet the drivers. And yeah. then have to, we've talked about this before. And um, it, 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 I could tell. Like, all of a sudden, I'd be like, oh, man, this order's huge. That means this, all the rest yep. of them are going to be huge. It's going to be a long, fucking painful day. Yep. And it just, it, you just got to do it. You just, I mean, and I'm sure you were there, where all of a sudden you think you're at the finish line. I always tell this story when it comes up where, I would finish, like, it'd be a 12, 13-hour day. I'm just sore. My hands are cut up from moving all these, touching all these boxes and moving them around. And I think I'm done. I'm like, all right, I just get this one last stack done. And then I realize that wasn't the last stack. Yeah. Behind the corner, there's at least 20 more, and you want to cry. So on, like, our, <laughs> on our diet, like the scanner, yeah. it'd be in the fucking holster, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, we'd, you'd be driving. And like you'd have like fucking like, dude, they would they would be fucking ruthless. It'd be mm-hmm. like five to ten stops left. You're mm-hmm. like, yes, I'm gonna be done in like twenty minutes. Mm-hmm. You see a little fucking green light on. Mm. Fuck. Mm. Once you take that motherfucker out of the holster, once you're done, like out, you know, stopped. Mm-hmm. You look at it. Go take fucking twenty stops off this fucking dick shit that can't do his mm-hmm. job. Yeah. Son of a bitch. Oh, you just got a fucking pickup at the beginning of your route. Son of a bitch. Yeah, and so when I when I used to do like I said when I used to run around in at the uh, Budweiser like we this was before GPS well there was GPS but it wasn't as common right this is like I started there in two thousand six so right. you know I still had to use a map half the time you know they gave me an allowance to use a payphone to like call people you know what I mean yeah like this is. I had a cell phone, but it wasn't an expectation. They actually they actually assigned me a beeper, so if they needed me, they I would then go use a payphone to call them. And uh, so what I would do is I would just I I I had my store. It didn't change. I had the stores I had to go to, but I would run them as fast as possible. But if anybody asked me when I was done driving home, where you go? Oh, I gotta finish up. I'm still working, so I can't take anymore. Can you help so and so? I can't. 
can't do oh, it. Oh, dude, and you mentioned having the same route every day. Yeah. I'd work five days a week and have five different fucking routes. Oh, like I would yeah. I would be like the the backup to all the guys that had bid routes, like they mm. had their own route that would have the route every day. Yeah. If they were off, I'd be on the route. And I, that was like, you know, most drivers would cover like maybe two or three drivers. Yeah, I, yeah. I covered like seven. I, I didn't know like fucking seven or eight routes. And then on top of that, the dudes that were fucking shitty as fuck, mm-hmm. who were underneath me in seniority, by the way, I wasn't yeah. very high up, but I still had some seniority over some people. They would have the same route every day because they fucking sucked at their job and they didn't think they could do another fucking route. <laughs> Let me ask you this: You've been out now. You've been out now for a few months. Yep. Do you still do you still get the the dreams? Do you get UPS dreams? Um, I do actually. I. Left, I, do. I left Budweiser, it was in 2000, the last time, I did two little stints, uh, totaling five years with like a year and a half break in between, but I f- left officially 10 years ago, 2013. Okay. And um, to this day, I still get dreams where I'm on a route, I'm running behind, yep. And I maybe uh, and I just I just can't keep up, and I, maybe I'm thinking I'll skip a stop. I used to do it all the time on the weekends, because no one could check on me. Right. No one wanted to work the weekends. There was no super. Sometimes they'd send someone yeah. out, but very few. Usually around the holidays. Yep. So what I would do is I'd be like, all right, wait a minute, this store won't complain, so I'm gonna chop off this one, this one, this one on Saturday because I'm kind of hungover from Friday, and then I'll just make sure I do it Sunday. Or if I knew I was gonna go out Saturday, I'm like. I'm going to fucking slam the shit out of it. Make sure there's nothing. Because a lot of times you have to go go to the stores and take everything that's in the bag yeah. and put it on the shelf. But what I would do is I would make sure everything was out of the bag. So then you couldn't say that I didn't fill it. Right. Because it was already filled. It's all there. Right. And uh, so that would be my thing. And then I would just like skip them. Yeah. I'd skip like half of them. Or on the holidays. Oh, dude. I'd skip them. I'd skip stores until like. The last day before the, the the supervisor had to come in ask, the next day. Ask me when the last time I got a signature for a package that required oh, one. Yeah, fucking like three years ago. Well, I seen it. I, so there was uh, not long ago. Uh, UPS was trying to drop off a package here, and uh, the first, first or and or second time, they didn't even they didn't even bring the package out of the truck. First of all. Uh, the first guy didn't even knock. He literally just put the sticker on the door. Like he yeah. didn't even try. He didn't want to even fuck with it. The I didn't even do those. I didn't even fill those out. I just oh, scanned no. them and threw them away. No, it, he didn't fill it out. It just he just put a sticker yeah. though. It was just a blank sticker. Yeah. To say, yeah, I would hey, never we fill it out. Yeah. And then the second guy didn't bring the package out. Did like just a quick knock and then put it on there. And then the third guy actually, I felt bad for him because he dragged it out. I seen it on my camera and he dragged it out. And he waited. I don't think he knew right yeah. away. And then he waited, and he's like, and he had to drag it back to the truck. Yeah, dude. The worst one though, like, like alcohol. I would always try to make sure someone was home, mm-hmm. but I never got a signature. I would just be like, "Are you twenty one?" They'd be like, "Yeah." Um, the worst one was I left a gun on the porch. Oh wow! <laughs> and I I saw the guy in the window, so I just fucking left, or I was leaving, and the guy was like came outside, and he's like, "Hey!" And so I stopped. I go, "What's up?" And he goes, "You just left a firearm on my uh, uh, doorstep." I'm like, "Okay, well you're here, mm-hmm. you know." And he's like, "Well, I was gonna refuse it, so I had to go out back out there and fucking grab it and bring it back." Oh. In. He's like, "You should, you know, dude. All right, relax, bro. Yeah. I saw you sitting on the fucking couch." Yeah, people are miserable. 
So well, onward and upward yep. from there. You know, it's yep. uh, this is going to be a big year. I we, we were just talking before this. Twenty twenty three is going to be the year of the leech. It's the, <laughs> I don't know Chinese New Year. I don't know. Oh, is it really? Is that the, <laughs> no. the year of the leech? No. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> um. But uh, no, it's going to be a big year, and I'm excited. Uh, it's I think honestly, it's been a it's been, and this will this will be discussed probably more in future episodes. But it's been a tough year in certain ways, and I think I think, at least speaking for myself, I have paid the piper. My yes, <laughs> I have paid my karmic debt of bad shit. Yeah. I think I'm due. Yeah, the universe is right. I'm ready for a payout. Same. Like that's same, and I'm feeling it. I'm feeling that the things are lining up. I'm super confident. Twenty year twenty three mm-hmm. is the year of the growth. It is and the girth. Yes, it's all growth and girth from this point forward. Yep. The double G. Yep, GGS. GGS. So until next time, what you gonna do, brother? When your UPS driver gets lost in your your neighborhood and your package doesn't get delivered before Christmas and you have to explain to your wife or girlfriend why they didn't get a present, dude.